so I wanted to quickly record thoughts on um, Gibran's uh, ideas of good and evil. When asked about, um, speak to us of good and evil, he answered, of the good in you I can speak, but not of the evil, for what is evil, but good tortured by its own hunger and thirst. So what I found interesting, you know, about the next couple of um, few pages here on his his thoughts on good and evil, it seems as though we hear more from Gibran on what evil is not than what it is. Um, which is interesting because if if evil is in a sense, um, I've heard it said that it's misordered good or like um, misguided goodness, then that would make a lot of sense. Um, it seems interesting that the human, just as he cannot escape meaning because even in his meaninglessness, you know, if he chooses that life does not have meaning, that's still a meaning. Um, it's almost like he can't avoid goodness in a sense. Like even when he does something that is evil, it's still a good, but that's misordered, you know, uh, that's not directed in the right way. And I thought too, it's very interesting that he says here that it's tortured by its own hunger and thirst because I do, I do think that there's a lot of evil that comes from someone's own... Um, need and desperation like they have a longing for something to be fulfilled and but they they desire to use a language that that you know sometimes Javier has discussed they desire to like possess something um to meet that longing right and I guess I guess I just want to like look at that a little bit harder so obviously you know, we actually can't possess anything. So it's maybe that's why even in trying to like clutch something, someone or some fulfillment, it's um, it's even more like damning in a sense because you don't actually possess it. And so it almost makes that hunger and thirst even more. Like it's just this insatiable hunger, thirst. And that's where like you see this, um, you know, what evil is good tortured. So it's like this good but it's tortured, you know, it's t tormented. And um, it's, uh, it seems that evil does come from this like constant insatiable uh, desire. And even in like, what's so sad about, you know, making the mistake of thinking we can possess is that we kind of in, in our efforts to, you know, have fulfillment and get back to goodness, if you will, like so that the good is not tortured by its own hunger and thirst we end up like kind of crushing. I just think the scene of like clutching like, you know, people or like chickens or whatever you want. Like, <laughs> I don't know why chickens came to mind, but just like you're clutching them kind of by their neck, you know, to kind of like hold to, to, your, to yourself and have. And yet like they end up, well, I'll just use, yeah, I'll use the bird analogy. We'll go from chickens to like the bird analogy, but you know, you go to clutch it so you have it and then you end up cr crushing it, you know, it literally dies. So there's no more life. And, you know, and there can't be good or evil, right? Like, there's nothing, there's nothing for it to manifest as. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, just a moment. I, my tea did get cold, but I can have, like, iced tea. Yeah. And the one last thought I wanted to bring up about this section is that, and see, my reflection's relatively short, but I was not able to type it out at this point, though. Maybe I will type it out in another point. Is that, you know, he says here at the end, it's interesting because it's like longing is both when torment when tortured 
It's evil, right? By its hunger and thirst. But here at the end, he says, in your longing for your giant self lies your goodness, and that longing is in all of you. So, and then he says, but in some of you, that longing is a torrent rushing with with might to the sea, carrying the secrets of the hillsides and the songs along, and the songs of the forest. Carrying the secrets of the hillsides and the songs of the forest. So it's kind of like this collecting imagery I had of like, you know, clutching these birds or whatever to yourself or humans, whoever you're trying to like possess, even if it's just one other person, you try to possess, but you end up like killing them, you know, crushing them in your possession. But here there's like this, he's showing how I think longing, it's not the longing itself that's bad. It's what you're longing for, right? And he, I think here, kind of like Rilke's sense of going inward, he says, in your longing for your giant self lies your goodness, lies your goodness, and that longing is in all of you. So it's like what you actually so desire and are so desperate to fill yourself with, you already have in yourself, which might seem like you're just allowing yourself to be the house with the open door, right? The, like um, Javier has also mentioned this idea of you know, you have these holes in with, within oneself and the, the mistake is to think they have to be like filled somehow. But really like they can just be left open to be full or empty. And it's really more so the longing for the giant self lies your goodness. So there's almost this idea of like when you long for your giant self, like for that, oh wonderful, for that like miraculous um, feasting upon almost the, the one's own self, like when you go inward to find the fulfillment um, no longer is the, the goodness tortured with its own hunger and thirst because, see, you have yourself at the very least, right? And so that's where, like, the goodness lies. So I think that those are honestly my, my thoughts on, on the Gibran good-evil section. Um, I, I might want to get into, like, what he says it is not, which is very interesting because I feel like that's where I got a little bit, honestly, just a little more confused on like some of the details, but if I bring it out to the macro, I think what I've stated is what the, the, the most that I, like the most clear thing that I get from this section is what I've already stated. So, um, again, like it goes from like the tortured by one's own hunger and thirst, and then it goes to, okay, the torrent. So it's like, instead of it being a torment or torture in this like aching hunger, it becomes a torrent like the rushing waters, right? The the ever-present, like, rush and beat of the heart, if you will, of one's own existence that then does the both the longing and the satisfying in, in one sort of swoosh, right? And instead of, like, these things getting crushed now, they get carried. You know, like he said, the carrying of the secrets of the hillsides and the songs of the forest, they all, like, have this space within this kind of, like, river analogy, right? Um, in time, you know, through the person's existence versus it being you know, crushed and consumed in the, the, tor- the good tortured, right? Becomes a goodness of the longing. So I don't know. These are my thoughts. Um, would love to hear your thoughts. Um, and I appreciate the patience. <laughs>